0: The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found.
1: And always at theeppodcast.com.
2: Voting begins on Tuesday across all social media channels. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter polls. The play-in games in the first round of the Battle of Evergreen Park will be completed between this show and next week's show. We're going to take 18 Evergreen Park establishments and get them down to the Elite Eight in one week, and the buzz has been going on all week long. My phone has been blowing up, and people have been asking, when does this get started? This episode comes out on August the 7th, Monday, on Tuesday the 8th. I will actually update the show description to this episode with a link to give you another chance to vote. So many different ways to find out who is the champion of Evergreen Park, who will win the Battle of Evergreen Park. In this episode, we will go around the brackets. We will hear from one establishment in each region. It's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. You need a bank you can rely on, one that knows this community, one that's right over there in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. They don't have any overdraft charges. You open up a statement savings account, you get 200 bucks in the account or $300 if you open up a checking account with qualifying activities for each. You can use any ATM anywhere. And if there's a fee, they pay the fee back into your account. So every ATM is free. And with college coming for a lot of kids getting ready to go off to some other place outside of Evergreen Park. If you're one of those families, I suggest the student accounts. Easy way for them to keep track of their money. Easy way for you to get money to them. Again, get in there and see my friends at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park on the corner of 95th and Pulaski, member FDIC. The entirety of the bracket is already up on a couple of the social media channels. It'll continue to be put up all over the place. We're going to go region to region here right before voting starts. Over the last five years, the EP podcast has bounced around Evergreen Park and spoken to nearly everybody in this tournament. We've reached out to all of them at some point, and today, as we go from region to region, we're going to replay the first time we ever sat down with some of the contestants. Let's kick it off in the Porter Cullins region. four and five seeds along with the 12 and 13 seeds of the tournament set in the first round porter Collins will be taking on wojos and pappies will be taking on tavern in the green the number five seeded tavern in the green has been a stop on the tour that is the ep podcast over the last five years can they win this region take a listen to the first time we ever sat down in tavern EP Podcast is out right now at Tavern in the Green. I've been waiting to get out here for a long time and visit, but this guy is maybe one of the busiest people in all of Evergreen Park because he not only has Tavern, he's got pappies down the street. George Pappas is sitting
3: with us. How are you, George? Hey, Chris. How are you? Thank you so much for having us.
2: You have a lot of family that works here. Like Like the guy at the door tonight is your brother, right? My brother, John, yes. And who's this guy sitting next? Tommy O, that's my partner, Tommy O. Okay, so this this is not relation. This is a partner right here, right? It's, it's basically family. Yeah. family. He's been with us a long time. This is like a big family establishment, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes. So I remember when you guys opened up here in Evergreen, and to me, it felt like you were the first, like, it, it was almost like you would raise the bar in evergreen park in terms of like a place to go out and hang out you know it was a really nice new place you got a big beautiful bar that's here and you got the big screen tvs all over the place how long ago was that george
3: january 2014
2: and what brought you to decide that you wanted to open up a, a place because you already had pappy's down the street
3: so tommy and i were in florida and um we were just sitting around at a bar having a couple drinks talking and we said hey we need to open up a sports bar in, in, in Evergreen. We're big sports fans, and we wanted to have something a little nicer, uh, great food, and sit and watch the game and just chill. And we just made it happen. And you're Talking about the food, and we're going to talk about it here in a second. Actually, why
2: don't I just get the Hannah first. Tell me about what she has on her plate because she's been raving about it to me. Yeah, I know. This is a Reuben, and what did you say that you were worried about when the Reuben came, and luckily you were not upset?
0: I am a Reuben snob. I am always afraid when I order a Reuben, it's going to have too much dressing on it. I'm just going to taste Thousand Island. And I'm not going to taste the corned beef. And that was not the case. Sometimes when I go somewhere, I have to take the bread off and scrape off the dressing. Didn't have to do that here. I could taste the beef. I could taste the flavor in the beef. And it was so good.
2: So what, what's the thought process behind your Reuben? How long have you guys had this on the menu here?
3: Well, we cook everything here. It's all made fresh. So, um, I mean, that just brings it to the next level. Uh, everything we make is made from scratch and, and and all fresh salmon your wife is having a salmon salad we get the whole fish in and in fillet and clean it and back it's there's just nothing better we get salmon in our house i think once a week you know during lent
2: it's a salmon fest in the uh lanuti household sweetheart what did you what did you like about this one
0: well, I had the salmon salad, which was great, but I saw on the menu that there was other options to have it as a sandwich and also as an entree. So if you love salmon, um, please come and get it either way. Um, I liked it because it was blackened a little bit and it had a great flavor to it. So much that I did not want to eat it with the salad dressing at all. Um, <laughs> and just so you know, their salads are not little portion salads. They're a big salad, so <laughs> it, was, it was delicious.
2: When you guys came up with the menu tell me a little bit about that because there's a different flavor you know wherever you look on the menu i mean we're going to get to what i'm eating right now but i'm eating italian food we got a salmon salad over here we've got we've got a rumen that's a completely different style uh your wings i've always been a big fan of your wings and the way that you serve them um what was the concept for the menu what were you guys
3: aiming for i mean i think in the beginning we there was a lot on there. But over time, you realize what sells and what doesn't and, you know, what people prefer. So, you know, we always make changes. And we also have our seasonal menus that we add, and those have different options as well. There's a couple of us that get involved. Ness, my GM, and myself, and the chef. Um, We sit down and we just talk about what's kind of hot for the time and um, just cook a bunch of different dishes and try and cook it over and over and over till we get it perfect and then and then we put it on paper and run with it.
2: So let's talk about this dish that I'm having right here. And I am gonna be honest with you. I, being of Italian descent with the last name of Lanuti, do not order Italian food when I go into a place that's not an Italian restaurant. It's just something I don't do. Like when we sat down I was like, all right, well what what do you guys do good? Like what do you what do you want to talk about tonight? Like what would be what would be something that we'd want to try? And George goes we're gonna get you the uh, we're gonna get you the chicken parb, and I was like, all right, we'll do the chicken parb, and I had, I had kind of like some low expectation. This is really good. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Like first of all, the cut of meat, it's a big piece of chicken, but it's also it's thin and it's juicy. It's not dried out or anything like that. There's not too much breading on it. It, it is it is really well put together, and I, I got to tell you, bravo! I mean, we're how how hard did you have to work to get this recipe right?
3: Uh, we put a lot of time into it and a lot of thought, and uh, it's just the ingredients. We just use top of the line ingredients, and um, it's on the money every time you order it, even as a sandwich. It's just it's fabulous.
2: I, I had a question for you because you yeah I know Hannah's eating off my plate. What are you eating? You're eating my food. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> The food is so good. Well, I, I love it. I love everything about the place. I think it's great that we finally got to sit down and talk and just kind of chat with you and and learn a little bit about Tavern in the green. Uh, I saw that you got very excited when I said the name right. Do people screw it up a lot?
3: On.
2: Yeah. Everybody says yeah. on. On the green. Yeah, it's in the green because we're in Evergreen, right? I, how do people not get this concept, George?
3: Uh, I have no idea, but they mess it up every time. Yeah. <laughs>
2: are consistently messing it up. I, I don't know how you could walk in here and not find something that you would love and I don't know how you could come in here and not feel comfortable because it's perfect for adults without kids and if you got kids in tow it's perfect for them as well and it's just a just a great family spot great neighborhood spot and I appreciate you guys having us out. Thank you very much Chris. The winner of the region at Tavern in the Green is in will end up taking on at some point the winner of the Baracos region in the tournament. The Battle of Evergreen Park's number one seed is Baracos and they will play against the winner of the two listener vote play-in entries. We came up with this bracket and all the different places that we're going to put in the battle a little while back and listeners reached out and put in the two play-in contestants. Play-in games are going to happen starting on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday on social media. Rainbow Cone will be taking on Wolf's Bakery. I know Rainbow Cone's on the other side of Western, but we got a lot of listeners that said you got to put them in there. And Wolf's Bakery was the last entry in with over 60% of the vote in a play-in poll that started last week. If one of your favorites got left out, it's because they couldn't get past Wolf's. The winner of Rainbow Cone and Wolf's will take on Baracos, which again is the one seed. On the other side of this region, the number eight-seeded Hearts Saloon will take on Durban's of Evergreen Park, the nine-seed. We visited Durban's of Evergreen Park right after some major changes were made over there. And here's what we found on the EP podcast. We travel to Durban's in Evergreen. And I got to tell you, right now, we have the owner, Shannon Corcoran, sitting here with Nancy Nancy, road's the whole thing, right, Shannon? Yep.
0: 14 years in February.
2: 14 years in February. huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so you've seen a lot of changes. Like, I remember, I used to come into this place, I'll be honest with the both of you. I used to come into this place with my dad after Sox games. Shannon, Durbin's has been around since,
4: what, 87? 1987, yep. It started in Durbin's and Burbank on 79th
2: and State Road. Who started the whole thing? Give me the, give me the background on it.
4: My dad... And my uncle started it. And what
2: was the idea behind it? Like they just were like, we want to start a place. I mean, because I was asking you beforehand, like, is there somebody by the last name of Durbin? You're like, no. The first place they bought was called Durbins, and that's how we ended up with the name. Yep, that's it. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a, story. Our last names that's a great story, though.
4: Yeah, that was it. It was just a farmhouse for years, and since then they put five additions on that. It was just a small tavern, and now there's six Durbins, seven Durbins. And uh, from Midlothian, Tinley Park, Kayla's Hills, Frankfurt,
2: and, okay. and it's and it's Park. and it's all a family business. All family. You've done that. these huge improvements. Okay. I mean, my wife here wants me to take the paneling you put on the wall <laughs> and put it in my living room. Nice. So I mean, she she's digging the she's digging the layout here inside of the new Durbins. Yeah. And, and so like, where, what happened? Take, take me through it. You walk in here one day and you're like, things need to change.
4: My father did, actually. They had the place up for sale for a while because it just wasn't thriving anymore. And then they came in and just decided over COVID to, since people couldn't be in here, to just tear down and start redoing and cleaning up, try to bring back some of the people that we may have lost over the years. And um, we did did an amazing job. We started with the inside and uh, redid the outside painting, everything, and the roof, the parking lot as good as we could and trying to just go to every
2: area prove it, it's all come together really well. Tell me what I'm eating here because like when I used to stop in at a Durban's it would be we're getting a bucket of beers and we're getting a pizza. The pizza's great here, but we're not I'm not having the pizza tonight. What is this?
4: The Kelly special. It's a sandwich that my sister Kelly actually made up years ago and my dad wanted to put it on the menu. It's a filet mignon butterfly. With uh, garlic bread with mozzarella cheese, and it's our top selling sandwich. I hate to say it because my sister made it up, but it is. And then we have the Shannon special, which is named after now me I
1: mean, because my dad felt
2: bad that it was good <laughs> to my sister. And the best part is, I said, "What's the best thing here?" And you had to begrudgingly say the Kelly. What's, so, what's the sh- what's the Shannon?
4: Well, it's a ribeye, which my brothers always say that my sister has the leaner one because she's much skinnier than me. So, and the ribeye's fatty, but it's delicious still. It's my dad's favorite, and it's a ribeye, same butterfly or not butterfly, ribeye on garlic bread with mozzarella. Cheese, and it's another top seller.
2: I'm gonna tell you this one here with the filet. It is, I mean, I i took a bite of it while we were talking, and you were laughing beforehand, like, you're gonna eat while we're talking? I'm like, yeah, professional, I can eat while I'm talking. It was easy because half of it melted in my mouth when I was eating. That's incredible.
0: Wow, I can tell you this melts in your mouth so much that you don't even need to, like, put anything on it. Like, you don't need mayo, you don't need ketchup or anything like that. And and it's salty enough with the garlic bread, but also it's, like, nice and creamy with the mozzarella cheese. It's just perfect. It's a perfect sandwich, and it's definitely something you should just come in and try.
2: And it's not heavy. That's what I like about it. It's not heavy because... Like, you you would come in and you would order this and still feel like you were protecting your girlish figure.
0: Yeah, yeah, so as long as I don't eat all the French fries that are on the
2: plate. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the world-famous pizza, is that still the number one seller here? Pizza is our
4: number one seller. Yeah, it is. It's always fun. We have thin crust, thick crust, stuffed pan-style uh, a big seller is our barbecue chicken, our buffalo chicken, Italian beef and Jardinier. Italian beef and Jardinier. Uh, you can pretty much get any toppings, uh, ham and pineapple. We get a lot of chicken and pineapple at California style. So we do have a big variety
2: that are all delicious. You know, the, the thing that I'm most impressed with is literally just coming in here and feeling like I'm in a new place. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, Shannon. I come walking in here and I'm like, wow, like it's this is a new bar got the same name but this this is a new this is a new restaurant bar here in evergreen park that's the way it feels
4: yeah we're feeling really good about it as well <laughs> Community place I love the regular guys here that's my favorite part is all the people that come in you see the same people at faces every day they support us so much they're always wanting to help out I love the community of the place
2: building relationships supporting the community and service. 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them i think the battle of evergreen Park is gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be interesting to see what places people are like i have to vote for them this is what i pick over something else i i really hope that everybody has a good showing i'm hoping for none of these like you know 90 percent somebody just crushes somebody else and i don't think that's gonna happen because it was difficult to put together this grid this tournament, this bracket. There are some worthy places that didn't even make it in, so I think everybody's at a high level that's in there. The next region we're going to look at has our other play-in game. Again, the play-ins are Tuesday, Wednesday this week, Thursday, Friday, we're going to get to the bulk of the contest. Both of these locations are outside of Evergreen Park, but Evergreen Park doesn't have a brewery, so we're doing a play-in with the two breweries right on the edge of Evergreen Park, Open Outcry and Horse Thief Hollow, both of which have been on this show before. The American Legion is a seven seed taking on Spoken Vine on the other end of that bracket. But the play-in winners will be taking on our number two seed, Rosangelas. And we got to sit down with the guy who's been running Rosangelas for the longest time and got a little bit of history from a two seed that will be very difficult to knock off. Let's head out the Rosies. We're located right across from Little Company and Mary at what I think is one of the most iconic pizza places on the south side of Chicago. Okay, Jack Pesci is sitting here with me. We're going to be talking with his son Ray here in just a little bit, but right now I just wanted to ask Jack, how long have you been here? Because we are sitting at the bar, this brand new beautiful bar that you have inside of Los Angeles. Now you've done this this huge upgrade to the entire place it's twice the size now at least and and it's gorgeous but we were sitting up there and I was like oh I remember when I used to go in here when I was a kid and you were laughing like this place was around a long time before I was a kid when did you guys get started? We started here in
5: 1955 So what was the idea behind it? Just like you just liked making pizzas did you ever think it was going to get this big? Uh, Well when I got a job here I was 19 years old and tell you the truth I don't think I was going to work too much here too you know Nineteen years old, I don't want to spend my life in a pizza place, you know. The of thing to do, I did dancing and all that. But uh, I said to myself, a couple months then I move on. Well, long couple months, and never, I never left. Four years later, I became part owner.
2: So when you started, you were just an employee. Just an employee, right? And then you end up.
5: Have taken over the business. Four years later, five years later.
2: So so why? You just fell in love with I, it? You I, like I, the people? I
5: love the business. I love to talk to people. I love, I love what I was doing, and I made a career out of it.
2: You've been on this stretch here on 95th
5: now making pizzas for a long time. You've I, seen a lot of change here in Evergreen
2: Park on Evergreen
5: 95th, Park Street, huh? 95th Street. I remember when 95th Street was one lane. Well, <laughs> lane each way. We,
2: we talked about on the show before. Supposedly there was like a giant chicken or something like out here on 95th. Do you um, remember It, it A
5: lo- lot of things. A lot of change in Evergreen. Also, like I was like, I think we are the second oldest business in Evergreen. You do this, this... Upgrade now. Yeah. I mean, it, which is it was about uh, less than two months ago we did this. Yeah, but it was also a daring thing to do because you're in the middle,
2: yeah. you're in the, midi- in the middle of this exactly. pandemic, and you we, you expand. But I mean, you must have chance. been like, we're doing
5: this. We took a chance, you know. I figured, well, nobody was coming in. They shut us down, you know, because of the pandemic, and it was just that pickup and deliveries, you know, inside business. So I said, the chance came. This place opened up, and we were always talk about when. This space would be open. I think it would be nice if we, you know, expand. And when we did leave and we had the chance to take over, we say, you know what? Let's do it. This can't go on forever, this corona. You know, it won't go on forever. So let's do it now. The people will never miss us. There was nobody coming in. Just do a pickup the delivery now, and, and that's it, you know. When you guys were expanding, did you... Did you think about, well, we want it to look new, but we also don't want to lose the charm that the place had? That's exactly, that's what we did. We wanted, the simple said, we wanted to be the neighborhood pizza place. And I think the way it turned out to be, the way the guy that took this on and stuff, that's what we told. We still want to be close to what's was neighborhood, you know. Still want to be the neighborhood pizza place after this. And so then you put in the bar, which I think is a
2: great upgrade. Because look, great, I did, I did amazing. like the, I did like the idea when I was standing waiting in line, like for a table, like on a busy night where right. I could just be like, well, I'm just going to get a pitcher of beer and I'm going to stand along the
5: windowsill. Like I had no problem with this, but this is even better. Unfortunately, and weekend, there's a line. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. It's, you know, it's not well, unfortunate. Yeah, it's a
5: good it thing. It was funny. It was that gl- line before the expansion. Now that we expand, we see more people. It is still a line. <laughs> <laughs> That's because the food's good.
2: So, so tell me, what is the secret of the pizza? Has it That's changed at all since it first no, started? No.
5: Since 1955, same pizza. You ate 1955, same pizza day. Nothing changed. And there's no secret family recipe. Fresh ingredients. That's it. No secret recipe, no secret sauce, anything like that. I think the thing that I like the best about it is that, you know, you have your
2: Chicago deep dish, and then you have people that, you know, try to almost mimic the New York style. And then you have you have bar pizzas, but they're way too thin. Yours is a, is a it's got some thickness to the crust, Our but
5: not too much in, to it. In between everything, you know, it's not too thin, not too thick, we think it's just right. And a lot, lot, lot people like it. When I was pulling up here, I saw a mom
2: drop off two teenage kids to come walk inside the place and start working. How many How many families do you think have worked for Los Angeles over here?
5: Let me tell you, we have a waitress that's a fourth generation of her family working here. Her grandfather used to work here. Her mother used to work here. She works here. And her son works here. Four generation. And I'm proud of that. What's it
2: like also being in a place for as long in Evergreen Park? I mean, we have a lot of business owners that tell us that they feel fortunate that the village has a lot of times tried to help them out. I remember there used to not be parking next to you. Now you have yeah, a lot. Uh, yeah.
5: Like, How helpful are they? Oh, I'm, unbelievable. We owe a lot to the Evergreen Park City Hall. They're the greatest administration. And we owe a lot to them. And uh, they really came you know, out of their way to the police, us, you know, put a parking lot over there and everything. I mean, we couldn't ask no more. I mean, it was Unbelievable. How hard is it to make a pizza? I only ask this because I always see like
2: people like take the dough and spin it, and it looks like they're great at it. Like, I mean, it, it was, is it hard to
5: learn? No, let me tell you. Uh, I'm 78 years old, and I've been doing this all my life, and I'm still doing it. Not because I need it to, but I love it. That's. It's what I did all my life. Right? What a difference, though, if you think about it. You got the brand new spot,
2: and then it, the, instead of an old jukebox, you got this thing that looks like it's got lasers yeah, I around it. Play that one. You got, you got, yeah, you got, a, you got flat screen TVs now, nothing with a dial on it. Yeah. You must feel like you're in the future.
5: I'm telling you, I've how those things work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It is now time for the EP podcast Word on the Street, brought to you by Spoke and Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. They're in the Rosangelas bracket. They have to win as a 10 seed and a newcomer over the American Legion with that classic bar. And then, if they win that in an upset, unless one of those breweries beats Rosie's, they got Rosangelas the next round. But they're a 21 and over place. They got an incredible wine selection they got great little small plates the meatballs incredible over there the bacon wrap dates Mmm. it will all depend on the impression they have made upon people who have already gotten over there and if you haven't gotten there now is the time northeast corner of 95th and kedzie see more at spokenvinewines.com applications are still open for the memories to go annual village wide garage sale early bird registration discount is already over but you can still get in on the event september the 9th 9 a.m until 2 p.m at Yukich field get to the village website get your application in there's going to be indoor cycling classes at the community center with the fall classes beginning august the 14th 45 minutes 12 dollars for a walk-in or hundred dollars for 10 class punch card rhythm ride mondays at 4 p.m Ab sculpt and spin on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Spin Strength and Stretch Thursday at 8:30 in the morning, and a cycle strength class on Saturdays at 8:30 a.m. For more information, 708-229-3373. Our final regional that we're gonna preview right now is brought to you by SidSauce.net. The pepper's grown here in the EP. The sauce is developed, bottled, and delivered to your door, the only place I get my hot sauce from. Really, some of these places should probably be keeping this hot sauce inside of their restaurants. They're missing out if they're not. Don't you miss out. Go to SidSauce.net. The region we haven't talked about yet, the Chai Tongue Bracket. They are the three seed. They will be facing Golden Griddle, a 14 seed. We'll see if breakfast can do the upsetting in the first round. The other two in that bracket, Cravings, who we actually had on this show, and we put them into the tournament right here on the EP podcast about a month ago after sitting down and speaking with an ice cream place that has a very long history in Evergreen Park. They'll be taking on the sixth seed, TTs, or Thethys. It really depends on who you ask. Trust me. That place was one of the first places we ever did a restaurant review at five years ago. We really have to get back. We talk martinis and also family recipes. And I saw some stuff on social media already. Fans of that restaurant are calling for the upset and for them to win that region. Where the winner of that region could be running in the Rosangelas or whoever upsets them in the Final Four. Will it be the spot on Kedzie Avenue? Voting kicks off tuesday with the play-in games thursday where the remaining 16 will go head to head follow the ep podcast on instagram the vote facebook to vote twitter to vote go to the eppodcast.com there will be a link to a form where you can vote for everybody right there who will win the battle of evergreen park could this be the winner in the end I tell you, when you drive down the street on Kedzie Avenue, you think that's a martini bar because of the martini glass, right? Yeah. But then you come in here, and the um, first of all, the selections, there's, a, there's an amazing amount of different selections of not only the martinis, but the food. How would you describe your restaurant? It's clearly Asian-influenced, but what would you if, you, if nobody had ever been here before, how would you describe what you offer as a menu.
1: Yes, uh, we like like Asian Asian fusion. So we fifty percent Thai and like thirty percent French. Uh, no I'm sorry, Vietnamese and a toast of French. Yeah. A toast of French. But we we mix we not do straight Thai or straight Vietnamese. I, I'm, I'm, I mix like I'm Vietnamese. So I mix my food with Thai and a little French and Vietnamese, so I mix together. So that's why you see the difference. Not like the other Thai restaurant or... My food, like, people think Thai food super spicy. But my, like, I do medium. But I can kick it up if you want more spicy, like Thai style, but my, but I, like, so you can handle with the Y and the, you can balance with wine and martini. So that's why I do, like, like, medium way, So it's not like Thai, Thai people think it's not hot enough, say no, you just better tell me when you sit down, you want like real Thai food, and we cook more spicy. But my menu, like, very much so I, you can go with wine or martini, or beer. I don't want like two kick for the red white or the white white, that's why.
2: It seems like you love martinis, is what? that is that you personally love martinis, or you thought Evergreen Park needed a martini bar?
1: <laughs> I think both, but in my personally I love to mix drink. All the book the drink in the book that I mix up and then I change the menu very often. Like I, I even do the martini testing every every month, like twice a month. Yeah. You
2: do martini testing? Yeah. Sounds like you have a pretty good job there. That's <laughs> yeah. the perks of being
1: the owner. So yeah, so I love I love drinking. That's why. And I love cooking too, but the more, my more major, that, that the martini. I love to mix a different flavor and di- create some different thing. People never think like margarita with whiskey. I love margarita and I love whiskey. I
2: had that and I have never seen a margarita with whiskey. Yes. And I was looking at it and <laughs> I said, oh, I have to try a margarita with whiskey.
1: Yes, that's what I, I love whiskey <laughs> and margarita, yes. And then I say, oh, why not? So I mix both together. So, yeah.
2: How much of this is a family affair? Because you said a lot of these recipes are homemade. Do you yes. have other family that's, that's working here? I mean, are you saying it like recipes were our family recipes? Explain the homemade aspect to me.
1: Yes, and my husband cooking in the kitchen too. My husband here and my sister back. Got your husband working in the back. Yes, and, but not tonight. <laughs> 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 but when we first opened, we both in the kitchen. And then, uh, but now, I, I just had a baby. So that's why my husband with my, my baby right now. Oh, okay. And my sister back to the bar, so I can be outside, talk to the people. You got the
2: sister behind the bar?
1: Yes, yes, my sister back <laughs> in the bar, too. Yes.
2: You are everywhere. We noticed that while we were sitting here. You're everywhere. I mean, and what's crazy is that it's a cozy place. It's, it's I mean, it's not like a huge... I mean, but it's packed in here, and you are like, you're you're, you're grabbing the person that's, that's seating people. You're like, don't worry, I'll find a place. And then you're helping at the bar, and you're everywhere. It, you're extremely attentive. Where does that come from?
1: Maybe from my dad and my mom. My mom, like, working a lot. And she's very fast. She's small, smaller than me, but she's super fast. So maybe I get from her. Yep, yep.
2: So if we had to talk about, like, one of the dishes that you really love to feature here, what and nobody, if you've never been here before, what would you say? Come in and try what? What would it be?
1: Yes, if people were thinking about Thai food, you should try the pad Thai. Our pad Thai very different, and uh, is is I cook and not cook like all the Thai restaurant. I kick a little up, but my sauce like. I, I try so many Thai part Thai, so their sort of a little brown, It's different, but my sort of like more spicy and like more, more, more like sweet and sweet and spicy side. And, and and the ribs, that's good. Well,
2: those ribs were great. <laughs> I loved how they fell off the bone. They were perfect.
1: Thank you. And the sea bass, that's good. The sea bass with the chilli and sea bass with the um, ginger soy glaze. And the spicy lemongrass scallop and shrimp, that's good. I love lemongrass, I don't know why. From my grandpa, the lemongrass beef, that's from my grandpa. So I love lemongrass. Even my drink, I have the Cosmo, with lemongrass Cosmo.
2: I think my wife likes lemongrass too, that's her (laughs) new thing now, after she had it.
0: Yes, it was great, I really loved it. It was, it, it had a great taste to it, it was sweet, but it also had a spice to it, and I loved it. It was definitely something different and something to try. I did have one question for you. What made you want to come to Evergreen
1: Park to start your business? Ooh, that's a good question. I love it. I don't even know Evergreen Park. Just like I think by faith, by maybe my God leaving me here. My Buddha and my God leaving me here. I don't even know Evergreen Park. I'm looking for like around um, 95th and Beverly. But over there, they don't have, they, they, I couldn't apply for liquor license. They say a Troy area, so no liquor license. It's like, ooh, no, 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 no. I love the bar, so I have to make drinks so I can stay over there. On the way to get home, I passed, I took uh, 87 and I saw the spot and I just, just called the village and they say yes, they will give me the liquor license wherever I go because they check my background and say, they want us to come over here. So I say, just three days and boom. When,
2: when you bought the place, did you think about keeping the choo-choo train that went around the bar?
1: Oh, I saw the choo-choo train, but I say no. Now no more kids. It's <laughs> the real bar. You could put the martinis right on the train, right? <laughs> it's the real bar. No more kids. It's the
2: EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP
3: podcast. Evergreen Park